Hello, and welcome to About This Writing Thing, a weekly podcast about living the writing life. I am your host, Sayward B. Eller, writer, podcaster, and editor. You'll notice I've changed up a few things. First, the frequency of this podcast is changing. When I began recording, I expected that I wouldn't be able to provide meaningful content weekly, so I thought I would chat at you like every other week. However, as they are apt to do, things changed. Because I am working full-time to build my writing career, it turns out I have way more to talk about than I gave myself credit for. As a result, you will get to hear me weekly. I don't know if you think that's a good thing or a bad thing, but here we are. (laughs) I'm still focusing on my own writing journey, but sometimes our journeys are similar, and what I'm going through may very well help someone else. That's all I want, to help other writers. You'll also notice my tagline has changed slightly. I'm still a writer for women, but I'm also a podcaster for you and an editor. More on the last bit coming soon. Now, on with the show. Recently, my professor made a very simple statement that I cannot get out of my head. This week, we had to, we have to turn in a plot outline for our thesis project. I don't do outlines, as you know. So, as soon as I read the announcement, my pulse quickened and my brain began to race with thoughts of how I couldn't do this. Not to worry, though. My professor assures us that even pantsers will appreciate this hell in time. To him, I say, no, we won't. There are two things about the writing life that I despise above all else. One is the query, two is the synopsis. (laughs) It will come as no surprise that I suck at both of them. My third despised part and a topic more relevant to this podcast episode is the plot outline. There's a very good reason I don't use them and have no desire to, despite what some writers C.S. Lakin comes to mind. (laughs) Despite what some writers believe, it is not an excuse to keep from outlining. This is not a bubble to pop. It is the way that I and many other writers feel. When I outline, I already know what happens in the story. So having everything mapped out makes it very difficult for me to finish. Not only that, but I also feel... Like, it's a bit redundant. Valuable hours are spent mapping out major plot points, character sketches, etc. This is time I could be writing. Yes, sometimes pantsing makes things a little more difficult, especially when I'm trying to write an entire novel. But the experience of writing doesn't feel so much like double work as it does if I plot something first. It feels more organic to do it my plants are away than than it does the plotting way and and that's really how I write best I'm not picking on C.S. Lakin she's entitled to her opinion even if it does come across as a little judgmental or intolerant to some of us pantsing plantsing plantser folks plotters just can't wrap their type a minds around pantsers and I think that's okay what isn't okay though is the constant push to fit pantsers into the tiny little box plotters have created for themselves and their kind. You cannot fit a square peg into a round hole. Not unless you cut out parts of what makes the square a square. No, thank you. (laughs) If you've listened to the second episode of this podcast, it's over on SoundCloud. I will try to remember to put the 
link below, <laughs> you'll know that I am mostly a pantser. But I do have a plan for the story in my head. I have my characters, my setting, and the inciting incident in my head. And I also often have the ending up there too. This, I suspect, is how many pantsers really work. And if this is the case, is pantser really a thing? That's a question that we can explore in another podcast or, you know, if you have feelings on it, please put me a comment below. But I'm wondering, and I have really started to use plantser as a term, and I think wouldn't that be, wouldn't pantser, plantser, be a more accurate term. Whether we're outlining for hours or just have an idea in our heads, we're planning to an extent. Some of us are just putting more energy and time into it than others. <laughs> when I began my most recently completed manuscript, I knew two things. My character's name would be Zedwin and she would be a sexual abuse survivor. I started this book before the Weinstein scandal and the Me Too movement really became prominent. Not that it really matters. I wrote a page and sent it to my former critique partner. She read it and gave me her thoughts. It was too abrasive, too explicit, and as written, would likely turn readers off. So, I took her notes and my first page and really started to think about what I wanted to say, how I wanted to say it, and just where my character was in her life. When I began really writing Catching Fireflies soon after, this is what I knew. My main character's name is Zedwin. She's always hated her name. When she was a child, they called her by her middle name, Grace. Many people called her Gracie. As an adult, she calls herself Zed. As she says, an ugly name for an ugly person. She is a sexual abuse survivor. She hates her mother. She loves her sister. The story is set in rural North Carolina. When the story opens, she is recovering from a failed suicide attempt, and there will be a confrontation scene with her abuser. That's it. I'd say that's a rough outline at best, and it was all in my head. It's still all in my head. <laughs> and guess what? I wrote a novel with this little bit of information. Of course, as the work progressed and the world building was really going on things started to expand and the plan inside my head did the same thing and that's what I think well in my experience that's what pantsing and plantsing is it just kind of builds on itself so not only are you building the world on your paper or your computer it's building in your head but the point is the list that I gave you that was enough to get me where I needed to be with the story it was enough to get me started it was enough to get me 15, 20,000 words in without giving much more thought to plotting things out, to, to thinking of more plans in my head. This is why I consider myself a planter. It's not often that I go in with a blank slate. I think there's probably a really thin line between pantsing and plantsing, but they are absolutely a far cry from plotting and the confines of plotting, at least for me. Coming back around to my professor and his assurance that the pantsers, plantsers in my class will thank the university for requiring this plot outline for a work we haven't even really started yet, here is my suggestion to teachers of fiction and universities who come up with curriculums for writing programs. Curriculums? The curriculum? <laughs> 
Don't teach to one part of the population and expect the rest of us to excel with those methods. Instead, why not open it up and expand your own blocked minds to not really figure out pansers and plancers, but at least include other methods? You don't have to figure us out to teach us about writing and craft elements, and you don't have to have us pegged to teach us how to structure a story. You just have to understand that there's more than one method to writing. Some of us are avid plotters, and some of us are pantsers, plancers. And it is quite possible, I believe, for all of us to live in harmony with one another. My unsolicited, of course, advice to any new writers who are listening, don't give in to the pressure. I'm not saying you shouldn't try it out to see if plotting works for you. I've tried multiple times to be a plotter. I have two unfinished books to show for it. <laughs> what I'm saying is, be open to new methods, but be aware of which ones work best for you. There's a lot of noise in the writing world. It's up to you to figure out what works best for you and your writing. That is all I've got for you today. If you're interested in seeing my work, you can check me out over at saywordbeller.com or you can visit my Amazon author page. If you want to see what I'm up to on social media, you can find me on Instagram and Twitter using the handle at saybeeller. All of these I will try to put below. Thank you so much for listening. I do apologize for the heavy breathing. I'm getting over a little bit of a cold. Yes, again. <laughs> but um, I do appreciate you listening. If you're listening on Podbean or iTunes, please consider rating and subscribing so more people can find me. I really love writers and I would love to build a little writing community with you. That is everything from me this week. I hope that you have a great week and above all else, happy writing.